Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the Fresh Drunk Stone Tour. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, another week, another episode of the Fresh Drunk Stone podcast, the layover edition, because right now, Matt Bellick is currently in between cities uh, in Chicago, I believe, right now. Chicago. You're in Chicago. You're big. So you're probably going to hear that a couple times during, during this yeah. episode, <laughs> considering the fact that you're doing this from an airport. But um, you've had a lot of traveling that you did between the last time we talked and now. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. Let's see how long this can be able to last. Because you know people are loud over there. It's, the, the airports are mostly fucking annoying. So um, I can just imagine that that's probably going to be butting in every once in a while. I hate airports. I don't like traveling. Uh, I think the, the plane I was just on, I think, almost crashed 10 times. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about this last time. You, you're terrified of airplanes when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, uh, I, I grabbed a woman's forearm sitting next to me. <laughs> on the- <laughs> you assaulted somebody on the plane? I don't know if I assaulted her, but I definitely freaked her out. She was sleeping, <laughs> and, uh, and I was kind of like nodding out, like halfway asleep. Uh-huh. And we hit like some wicked turbulence, and it kind of woke me up, and I just reached to both sides. I grabbed... My armrest on my left, and she was to my right. I just grabbed her forearm because it was on the armrest. <laughs> oh, because you weren't paying attention that it was just the armrest? Completely woke her up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she probably thought you were going down. I just said, I'm so sorry. And then she was like, okay. And then I looked around like nobody else thought we were dying. <laughs> <laughs> Need reassurance was- from everybody else. You probably, she probably thought that you were dying. I, I mean, it's, it's actually, from her point of view, yeah. That's a pretty fucked up way to be woken up on an airplane by some stranger grabs you and you feel shaking and <laughs> you were just like, I'm like, she's probably, she's probably all hopped up on some type of medication to be able to, uh, to be able to try and get through the plane ride. And you're the one trying to give her like it's air, like it's uh, con air. Yeah. <laughs> Which by the way, not a bad movie, terrible it's, acting. Uh, yeah. Not the greatest, but still it's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's acting in that is pretty bad though. Like, yeah, but I, I mean, does Nicolas Cage do a lot of really good acting, though? N- no, not at all. One, okay. one of my favorite scenes from that movie is where he's, uh, they're, like, they're like below the hangar, like they're like where like the luggage or whatever is in the plane, and he goes, yeah. put the buddy back in the box. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he that dumb bunny he's going to bring to his daughter. <laughs> put the bunny back in the box. It's ridiculous, yeah. There was yeah. Uh, he, but he's done so many movies that have just been so terrible because he's so broke. Like I think he has a gambling problem or something like that. So he keeps making all these movies. I feel like every week a new Netflix movie comes out with Nicolas Cage in it. Did you see he just? Well, no, on Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just I using that as a former reference. Sure, sure. I saw this thing online that he. Uh, he got like in. He got married for like four days, and then he got an annulment in Vegas. And then there's a video of him directly after his annulment, like singing karaoke, <laughs> and he's like angrily, creepily singing it. It was really weird. He's a. He just. He has a common delusion. <laughs> that is he's loud. A, yeah, and they're 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 looking for this guy named Timothy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Timothy! Get to your goddamn plane. Uh, what have you been up to this week, mi amigo? Um, not a whole lot, honestly. I've just been kind of waiting for today because we're recording this on Thursday and, uh, I'm just kind of waiting for tonight because it's Avengers Endgame tonight. So are you going to watch that? Tonight? Uh, 
eight o'clock. Uh, yes, I'm going. We got our tickets probably about like three weeks ago. And Do you like- yes, yes. To answer the question, yes. So, no, so I, I you mean- like being a part of that whole. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I've been doing it since, I mean, it's been 11 years, 22 movies, and I've been obsessed ever since. The very first time I ever went to go see Iron Man, well, when I went to go see Iron Man in the theaters, I was going to get up at the end credit. My buddy wound up working at the movie theater and goes, no, 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 sit down. And it was the first time I ever saw an end credit scene. And it was when they put the, the when they were saying they were going to put the Avengers together. And I've been hooked ever since. Plus, I don't like to read, so I'm not going to go in and get a comic book. Sure. Sure. That's <laughs> like kind of like light reading, a lot of pictures and stuff like that. But still, regardless, I don't want to sit there and flip through panels and have to use my imagination. Use your imagination to make my imagination go wild. How about that? I agree with you. I'm not a book guy. Everyone no. knows I'm not a, a learned man. I don't read. But <laughs> no. I will say, with these superhero movies, I enjoy them. They're always they're always fantastic movies. They're big yeah. productions. Good actors. Uh-huh. I'm on I'm on board. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I know, especially for this one, I mean, some of these things come out and people, like, camp out and they, they, they get their tickets in advance and you're spending all this money. And then it's like, and then you got to go there. And I've never been there on a opening night type deal because oh. I just avoid, I avoid that crap. It just seems like a nightmare. It's well, like, now, it's like, now, the, now because they have the seating that you pick before, it's really not that uh, bad. So, I mean, me, like – I, I, it's nice because you know what seat you're going to sit in. You don't have to get there super early to, to not get front row like it used to be. To me, it's like, oh, you want to go see your favorite movie? Why don't we sprinkle in a little Black Friday instead, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make it a real shit show. <laughs> yeah, they just, they, and then when you're getting out, they just unleash a, a herd of bulls as well. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, it just, it's very high stress, high tension. Too many people, big crowds. And, and here's the thing, like, like all my, like Franco and Tim, they're, they're all in LA right now. They're mm-hmm. all going tonight. I mean, is, it's supposed just, to be one of the biggest movies of all time. Sure. But here's the thing. I go, I go I'll go, i see it in a couple of days at my leisure. Yeah. And they go, well, what about the spoilers? You know, you're going to be online. You're on Twitter. You're on Facebook. You see. And I go, all right. I don't care. Whatever. I think it's different. Yeah, it's different because if you're not that invested into it, then it's a different situation. But right. because I'm so heavily invested in it, and I've, I've heavily invested Kim into it as well, I've had to stay basically off of social media for the past couple of days just because it premiered in Los Angeles, I think, on Tuesday. So there for the premiere, there's been spoilers that come out, and I can't do it. I, I'm a real fucking nerd when it comes to this, all right? I, I'm, yeah, I'm, no. I, I accept this. People are really into it, and I, I guess I get it. But, yeah, I, I enjoy that, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on a plane while you're watching Endgame. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And I'll be probably almost dying. <laughs> well, I mean, or at least convincing the people next to you that somebody's dying. Oh, my goodness. I think, I think one, one of the really funny things about – so, I mean, like, do, have, you, have you watched any of the movies so far? I've seen most of them. Yeah, okay. I missed a okay. couple. So, so the whole thing is that Thanos is like the big bad guy and everything like that. And there's this theory going around that Paul Rudd has talked about multiple times where uh, somebody had put out the theory that there's one way to kill Thanos and that is for Ant-Man to get really small, go up his ass, and then become big again. Right. And I think it's brilliant. And I'll be really aggravated if that's not actually in the movie. Uh, I think that, first of all, I don't know why Thanos is the bad guy in all of this. He's just trying to get rid of half the people. That's it. And that's not <laughs> his, like, I'm kind of with him. You ever been to it? I'm in an airport right now. Half the people should not be here. 
I mean, I think about it in a sense like, yeah, if I didn't get snapped, I would enjoy going to theme parks a lot more than I even do now because sure. I don't have to wait in those damn lines and stuff like that. Yeah, Here's the thing. I mean, it just either, either you get snapped and then you just kind of like fizzle out and mm-hmm. that's pretty relaxing. Yeah. Or <laughs> you you don't get snapped and lanes are just opening up on the highway. You, you, like you said, you go to the you can ride the Hulk ninety times in a row. <laughs> I don't, and everyone's making this guy Thanos to be the bad guy. I don't get it. Yeah, he was just worried about traffic in Del Rey. Really, that's yeah. really the military thing. It's uh, it, it's not about world domination. It's about to, it's about you know waiting you know four less cars in uh, in Starbucks. That's basically. I, I feel like he tried to go get some Chick Fil A and was like, "There's an hour and a half wait for Chick Fil A." Like, no, we gotta fix this. Start to get the Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have to wait an hour and a half to be able to get my my crispy chicken sandwich again, this is it. This is horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. Expo.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. So, um, so you were in uh, Springfield, Missouri. I think what was it? The next day after we spoke, or so yeah. After we spoke, I did uh, I did one show in Dallas, and then we went to Springfield, and we did the 420 weekend there. It was fantastic. Springfield was is Springfield's cool. That's where um, Mizzou is, the college. So yeah. It's not so like people hear Springfield, Missouri, and they think like it's like some tiny shit town. It, I mean, it's not fantastic. It's the third biggest city in Missouri, which. Take that for what it is, but it's it's, 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 it's not bad. Person, yeah, the smartest person in dumb class got it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No, but but the shows are cool. The the club it's one of my favorite clubs actually. It's like this little kind of like smaller mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Blue Room Comedy Club. The guy that runs it is cool, and uh, yeah, we 
we had we had some really good shows in the 420 weekend. So a bunch of stoners came out and they're like, oh, fresh drunk sound. Oh, we're like, yeah, it's over here. So then we did that. And then, so we had a snafu on Easter because, so we were supposed to fly out <clears throat> Easter morning mm-hmm. out of Kansas City and get into LA. Now we had a day, we had, we had Sunday and Monday off before we had our show on Tuesday in LA. Yeah. So we get there Easter morning, and uh, we, we drove from Springfield to Kansas City, which is about three hours, in like the middle of the night. We get there early. We had a, literally an 8 o'clock flight. We get to the airport at like 6.30, check into our little, on the little kiosk thing, and it just prints out and goes, your flight's canceled. Uh, go, to the, go to the desk and see the lady. We're like, what the fuck? So you just so walk get up, up there, and they're like, your flight's canceled. So there was no notification prior? No, they didn't email us or anything, so, which is kind of annoying. We're like, why is it, we're like, why is it canceled? Like, weather looked nice. And they're just like, oh, it's, it's staffing. And we go, what do you mean? And apparently just because it was Easter morning, the flight crew just didn't show. They're like, fuck that. That's <laughs> just, now that's the downside to the snap. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess so. Could have used a few more of them. Well, I think, honestly, I'm still pro-snap. I just got to stop <laughs> flying Spirit so much. <laughs> American Airlines flew out of that airport all day. But Spirit, they're just like, no, it's, it's Easter. I don't know. They literally said staffing. So... So imagine this, it's Easter morning and a lot of people were flying to get home or wherever they had to be on Easter morning, be with their families, their people. Yeah. I've got, no, I've got none of that. I got nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I was just going to go to LA and hang out now. So, but we said, what are you guys going to do? Like we're, we're stuck here. So Spirit Airlines kind of tip of the cap to them. They're like, listen, we're giving you a free hotel room for each of you on us. They gave us a meal Wow. and they gave us a free ride to the hotel. That's so we're like, cool. okay, not bad. We didn't care. So we're in line and like we're three broke, dumb nuts comedians. We're just like, oh, we each get our own hotel room. You're going to give us a free meal. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing. They have no idea what they just did. Well, it, to me, it was the best day of my life. Okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. doing, because I also was like, oh, I don't want to get on this plane at eight in the morning. I was kind of hungover. I'm like, wait, I get to go to a hotel, sleep in. And the next flight was the next day on Monday. And it was like a 6 p.m. flight. So I'm like, sleep in all good. It was, it was fantastic. We're loving. There is a mob of people that are just furious. This, the, the, the cops had to come. This one guy almost got like, like taken down. I swear to God. He was like, this close. because they're freaking out. They're like, no, I mean, it's Easter. I need to be with my family. And I'm just like, dude, they're giving us a free meal. <laughs> like you're missing something here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Cause we're like, how do we get to the, uh, like, how do we get to the hotel? Is it far? You know, like we got to walk. They're like, no, we'll give you a ride. Like, we don't have to walk. This is amazing. <laughs> free meal free ride <laughs> i mean they, they just gave you it was short of just giving you hand jobs too i mean they, it was pretty <laughs> pretty close that's the only thing i was missing i'm really sorry little... sir we're gonna we're gonna set you up with a nice hotel a nice meal and then uh and then uh you know lorraine's gonna come around and, uh... <laughs> dude the lady and you were close to learning the lady who was dealing with us her name was linda and <laughs> I see? Never, you're very close <laughs> the, uh, the the everyone's freaking out on this lady like like she decided like you know what i feel like we're not going to do the plane today like it was her call like people are like like in this lady this guy's waving his finger in his face screaming and that's when they had to call the cops or whatever and this guy's freaking out like one guy said he had a business meeting. This one guy was freaking out about his, yeah, I need to see my family. Like the, I'm like, and I get all that. Like it's annoying, but yeah. don't freak out on Linda. Mm-hmm. Like Linda's just the lady that like gives you your luggage tag. She barely How has old was Linda? I mean, 45 looking good though. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> like, well, no, she, she was just, she was she was just happy she wasn't on what Lorraine was doing. That's why. Correct. <laughs> that's why she kept, that's why she kept her looks about her. We never got to meet Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you get next time you get your flight bump, you just be like, I heard there's this woman Lorraine back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, the free meal's great, but who's giving me a hand job? Yeah, yeah. Can we, can I trade all this in for just a hand job, please? I just said that as a lady was walking by me right now, I go, yeah, free, free meal's great. Who's giving me the hand job? And she just looked at me like I'm a... This is the best part about you doing this in public is that not only were you worried about trying to find a spot where you could be able to go where it's not going to be super loud, but obviously you're not going to get away from that inter- intercom, but you also have to be around other people that are just going to hear the single side of the conversation. Yeah, there's no humans around. I mean, it's, the person next to me thinks I want to kill half the people in the world. I was gonna say yeah. you, you're now you've now you've now admitted that you approve of genocide. Um, you've uh, that you would much rather take a hand job than a meal in a hotel room. Um, let's see what else. What else have you incriminated yourself as being a horrible person? It's it's uh, it's not good over here. That, but that lady, I mean, literally like, walks right into my like right when she got into my bubble. We like. It was right when I hit it with the, a meal's great, but who's giving me a hand job? <laughs> Didn't like it. <clears throat> oh boy. Um, so you, so you got stuck in, so you got stuck in Missouri for a day. So we get, yeah, we're stuck in Kansas city. They pick us up, take us to the hotel. We all get our own room. We check in. I instantly go right to sleep, <clears throat> take a little nappy, wake up, meet the boys downstairs in the restaurant, in the hotel, which is where we get our free meal. We all have dinner, a little Easter dinner. And then, uh, Smoke some weeds, you know, as you do, mm-hmm. and then we all watch. We all watch Game of Thrones, and then uh, went to sleep. It's a pretty good day. I you, called it an Easter, an Easter miracle. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it definitely is. You guys all into Game of Thrones? I'm very much so into Game of Thrones. I never watched a single episode. See, I think Game of Thrones is better than Marvel stuff, but I mean, we're, we're splitting hairs here. They're all. It's all good. But yeah, so you know what's weird? You're not, but you see, I didn't even know that you haven't seen an episode of Game of Thrones because you're not one of those guys that likes to throw it in people's faces. Like, you know, like when when Game of Thrones came back, I saw so many posts online. They're like, "Oh, I've never seen it. I don't care." Yeah, are you cool? Yeah, you super. Those those are the people that I those are the people that I try to avoid in life in general. Well, it's just like okay, you don't like it, And, and here's the thing, I. Started watching Game of Thrones like two years ago. I got in on season six. But before oh. that, I just, people would be like, do you watch it? I go, nah, I don't watch it. Mm-hmm. But I would never like, I would never like freaking go online. Like, I mean, people were talking about it like, like they deserved like a reward or something. Like, I <laughs> because seen- they've abstained from it. Like it was like sex before marriage. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, you scumbags. I'm, I I'm waiting. I'm waiting to, I'm waiting to give myself to Lorraine after we're married. <laughs> well Lorraine yeah Lorraine you know, has a very odd job wouldn't that be something I mean I think Ricky I, I, sw- I swear to God you're on to something here you go to, okay you go to the you go to the airport and they're like your, yeah. your flight's canceled and you're like this is terrible I got a business meeting my family needs me and they go look look look, look. we're sorry but this lady's in a jerk ass <laughs> you'd at least come from a 10 right down to like a 7 like you know what I'm saying like you're like, that like, would definitely get, it would like go it would go into the database of being like all right what's what's better a hotel room and a meal or a, you know just be be serviced by by somebody here that might not be it might might actually be a really great business model yeah it's like you know we cancel your flight 
we'll give you a jerk off. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, you can't go up, we'll go down on you. Yeah. Oh, now <laughs> you're thinking, Ricky. You like it? Like it? The slogan and everything. Oh my god! Yeah, that that would be interesting. But no, I I never saw I never saw a single episode of Game of Thrones. I was gonna start watching this season just to have no clue what was going on, and then just release all the spoilers after every episode, just to be. That's, an ass. Well, I mean, but like I can't believe so and so died. I was gonna do that for. I, I was thinking about this for Endgame too. Like the hardest thing is when you don't go to the very first showing of a really popular movie that people that you don't want to get spoiled. You're going to be bumping into people who are coming out of that movie. Mm. So I mean, like, there's people that are going to be coming into the movie theater as I'm leaving tonight. I wanted to just like be in the uh, in the theater as I'm walking out and be like, "The Hulk's gay," and yeah. like <laughs> just like completely blow people away. Be like, oh, I got spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> you could you could just like live tweet the whole thing. You know what? That should be funny. You should you should you should live tweet out like fake spoilers. <laughs> That'd be so good. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be funny. <laughs> you just yell the Hulk's gay and just just so bewildered about it and people would lose their minds. <clears throat> well, that would be, honestly, the Hulk being gay would make a lot of sense. I mean, if you think of it, if a euphemism for his whole anger and he's, he's these two different people, you know, it's just... Oh. just oh. No, stop. Stop that. Stop that. It's like the people that were like, Black Panther's a political movie. It's like, no, it's a freaking it's, superhero movie, okay? It's a superhero movie. I saw that one. It was pretty good. Yeah, well, uh, Kim actually just watched it today. You gotta watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of the ones I, I thought it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was the greatest, but I mean, it was it was still a good movie. But everyone's like, it's a black power movie. It's like, yeah, because everybody in it is black. There's like two white characters in the whole movie. You know what's funny? If I would have just watched that movie without, I mean, because people gave that whole, you know, the build up, the freak out, the oh, it's a black movie. Mm-hmm. If you just watch. It, it's just a superhero movie, like. It's, yeah, it, it never would have stood out in my mind at all because anyway, listen, I'm such a hero. I don't see color, you know. What I mean? But <laughs> I just like, but I just it would never. It's just a movie. I'm like, oh, it takes place. And these are the characters, whatever. Like, I would never have. By the way, it's called Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like literally, it's in the name. Like nobody, nobody had that stance when Soul Plane came out. <laughs> you know, I mean, like that had like four white people in it too. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I think one of them was Gary Owen, that 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 guy, what the uh, what with the one comedian, never like that, and I he's basically Gary black, Owen. anyways. I hate Gary Owen. Why? And, uh, I think I think, and this is a uh, no one gets what I'm saying on this one because his wife's black and he likes to talk about how he's in the black culture. I think Gary Owen is a raging racist. What? <laughs> yeah. All right. He constantly just, just, oh man, white churches like this, black church be like that. It's like, okay, dude. Like, it, he, like, just, yeah, but it's just, it's a little too much. He just shits. His whole act is like, man, black people are never on time. And I'm like, you can't say that. You're not yeah, allowed to say that. Dude, he's, he's Larry the Cable Guy for the black community. Oh, I just really hate him. Well, I never met him. I don't hate him. I don't like. His I was going to say, have you met the guy before? He's probably a sweetheart. I just don't like his act. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. That's, I mean, I, I don't. I've never really like listened to any of his act. I just know that it's based. It's based sole, solely on that uh, subject matter for the most part. It's it's just this white guy whose wife happens to be black, and mm-hmm. then he thinks that gives him carte blanche to just shit on black people. <laughs> 
I mean, is that like the quintessential be like, oh, it's so, I, you know, I love black people. I have a black friend. Kind of. But kind he made a whole career doing. on it. Yeah, it's kind of what he's doing. Now I'm, now I'm kind of thinking, yeah, he is, he is kind of racist. Yeah, it's, I've been saying this for years. They're like, no, he's not. Black people love him. I go, I know. But his whole act is just, eh, you know, my wife's black and her family's always late. And I'm like, well, it's fucked up. Well, Why I you mean, that? Aryans loved Hitler. Oh, boy. Hitler. <laughs> I'm just saying. I <laughs> there was praise for that man from some some portion of people. The uh, <laughs> he had fans. He did. He did. He had a lot of them. Which is uh, which is it's just goes to show you, like whoever, <laughs> everyone that you know, you don't like, dude. I heard the most. I, I heard a terrible, but it was also hilarious Hitler joke where this guy's like, "Look, say what you want about Hitler. If you like him, you don't like him." The guy put up numbers. You can't argue with that. <laughs> like, it's like this guy's putting up Hall of Fame murder numbers. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he he would kill in the Spotify era, right? Like, like no one likes Tom Brady. Tom Brady's kind of like the modern day Hitler. If you think about <laughs> oh my like, god, nobody nobody likes him, but he's just putting up numbers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like back then, if you if, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that oh okay um was it uh yeah yeah i i uh, i sort of agree with you i think that's why i'm laughing so hard <laughs> um <what is> <laughs> educate empower and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry join thousands of industry professionals on august 3rd and 4th in miami florida for the return of the u.s cannabis conference and expo register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com that's usccexpo.com cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads make genuine business connections and get premier brand exposure this is your opportunity NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com expo.com
Oh, Lady Marijuana Lama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, Pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. So when this when this episode comes out, I will be on the boat. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be going. Uh, you're I'll going what, to Jamaica or some shit? Where the hell are you going? I'm going to Wakanda. No, yeah, Wakanda forever. Yeah. yeah. Wakanda. You know how much of a uh, dummy I am? I saw Black Panther. I googled to see if Wakanda is a real place. There was this gr- there was this this beautiful mind of a child who did an entire project in school about it was a it was a so uh, a uh, ge- geography project and he did it on Wakanda and the teacher had no friggin' clue that Wakanda wasn't a real place. It's fantastic. That's just like those those minds need to be at, in power. I, <laughs> yeah, you know I'd I mean? vote for him. You see your boy uh, Joey Biden put out that uh, he's, he's going to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. old uh, old creepy Uncle Joe. Creepy Joe. Yeah, it's between thing, it's between uh, a ten thousand year old Bernie Sanders and uh, and ten thousand touches Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, Joe Biden is like the Hitler of touching. Oh it's God! <laughs> Jeez, putting no. up numbers, putting up numbers. I mean, I mean, he's just short of a Catholic priest, if you think about he's, it. Oh my goodness, <laughs> dude, this is an unpopular one. You know how that whole, uh, <laughs> you know how the church burned down in, uh, you know, wherever Paris, France. Yes, the, the, the cathedral, the cathedral, so. the cathedral of Notre Dame. Yeah. We were we were driving in LA yesterday. We drove thirteen miles, and I counted twelve churches that we drove past. And I just was like, why are we so upset? There's so many churches. I can't swing a stick without hitting one. And people are freaking out and crying about, we, oh, we lost one? Just because Quasimodo went there? This one's <laughs> supposed to be such a big deal? I don't understand. It's like, yeah, that one burned down, but there's 70 billion of them. It's an ancient, there's ancient artifacts and relics in it. I do. None, honestly, you don't care about history. From a historic, here's the thing about it. Like I'm not, I'm not the biggest religious guy, so it didn't really shake me to my core. But I will say, <laughs> watching, seeing, seeing how how it affected so many people. Though, like a lot of people, people are crying. This yeah. is a human. That kind of, I kind of like empathize. I'm like, ah, this, this is good. These people are all sad. Yeah. I don't, you know, and and, and you know, from a historical standpoint, it was. Here's, but then they raised, they raised, a billion dollars in three days. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a historical landmark. I mean, but I mean, if anybody's going to strike down a, a landmark, I mean, take the fucking Alamo, please. Take the Alamo. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like, you know, can we just, you know, move the fire over to Santa? Nobody's going to miss it. In fact, they probably want to get a bigger dining room for the Fuddrucker. So, I mean, well, like, the Alamo was on fire one time and Ozzy peed on it and put it up. Yeah, and then was banned for a year. Like, why are we against him? I don't understand. That's pretty rock and roll. To what? To be on the ammo. Yeah, no, it's the most. I mean, yeah, he also bit the bed off of a bat and all that stuff like that. He's a crazy bastard. Did you see? The, did you see the movie yeah. The Dirt on Netflix? No, I have, 
I have not. I heard it's a fun watch. I heard it's not like a good movie, but I heard it's a fun watch. The first 30 minutes are kind of hokey. And then the car crash happens with Vince Neil and it becomes one of the, one of the not greatest movies I've ever seen, but one of the greatest Netflix movies that I've seen in a long time. But the very first scene, the very first scene starts off with uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who plays Tommy Lee, um, going down on a girl and her squirting across the entire room. That's pretty good. It's just like very jarring right off the bat. See, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I, I've heard, I heard people I saw it, they said it was pretty entertaining. I also didn't know that Vince Neil pretty much killed a guy. Yeah, he killed yeah, three that's, people. That's pretty fucked up. I, kn- no I knew that because of Airheads, the movie with Brendan Fraser. Great movie. Yeah, it, when, the, when they took over the radio station and everything like that, and the lawyer comes in and goes, listen, Vince Neil killed three people and only did three months in jail. And that's and that's the reality of it is that he did. He killed three people, and I think he only did like around three months in jail. Wow. Well, if that's not white privilege, I don't know what is. <laughs> that's insane. So, so you're you're flying home tonight, then you're going on the boat and everything like that. Uh, and, flying home uh, tonight. Yep. And then, yep. when are you leaving back to go back on the road? Uh, well, we got a I got a local show at the the former Funky Buddha. They call it the Robot now, but we're doing that Friday the third. And then I'm home for a little bit, and I think I don't. I, I go out for a one nighter in Raleigh on the 9th of May, mm-hmm. and then I get to come home for like four or five more days, and then I go back out on the 15th. And I'm I'm everywhere. Jeez. Okay. Well, sounds good. But you'll be back. Uh, you'll be back in an hour neck of the woods next week, which will be cool. next week. We can do. We can actually do one in studio next week. Cool. So no airports and all that jazz. No airports. <laughs> yeah. No. No. You admitting to people that you're for genocide. Uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, not not in public at least. I think there's going to be somebody following me for a little while in this airport <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> before I get on my plane. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> you're you're being watched as of right now. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not only are you just talking to yourself ridiculously, but anybody that's heard any of the conversation is probably pretty concerned at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would imagine so. So uh so next week when we uh when you get back and you're in studio you can tell us everything that happened on the uh on the cruise. On the cruise, um, man. Because that's gonna be really interesting. Josh, uh you're going for our buddy Josh's birthday. His birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Josh. Uh, and uh Happy B Day. He got uh he got pretty hammered at the duck yesterday. Oh and, yeah. And uh and did yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you tried talking to him. You try you were on the phone with Elena and tried talking to him and he could not understand anything that was going on. He, I was like, how are you, buddy? And he's like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, that like, was basically it, yeah. How's 40 feel? And he's like, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, are you with the duck? And then, rah, and then Elena came back on. She's like, ah. I'm like, okay. Okay, well, yeah. That's so, about right. Apparently, when you, when, you're, uh, when you turn 40, you turn into Grimace. He, uh, <laughs> oh, Josh, uh, you know, 12 Jaegers will turn anyone into Grimace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, man. I don't know how he does it. He had a lot of Jaeger yesterday. It was kind of ridiculous. Well, happy birthday to Josh. I'm going to see you on the boat. And uh, we're going to get, yeah, we're going to get wild with Josh on the boat. And I will tell you all the stories of all the fat people I saw <laughs> on this boat. It's going to it's gonna definitely make you come back a bigger proponent of Thanos. I tell you that right now. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Just imagine. 
I had to wait 30 minutes to get an ice cream sundae. No, snap, my, snap the fingers. <laughs> snap the finger. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so uh, next week we're going to be doing this in studio, which would be cool. We'd be able to recap all the boat stuff and everything like that. Uh, follow Matt Bellick on all social media at Matt Bellick. You can be able to find out all dates for the tour on freshdrunkzonetour.com and you can be able to find other episodes. We are now on iTunes. We are now on Spotify. We are on Spreaker. We are on everything at this point in time. Cannabisradio.com. Cannabisradio.com is where you can be able to uh, get the whole list of episodes plus the descriptions, all the links and stuff like that to our social media and also the website for the uh, for the Fresh Drunk Zone tour in general. So, all right. So now uh, you got you to get out of here so that you can, you know, try and weave your way around so the FBI doesn't find you before you get on your plane. I'm going to eat a some kind of Chicago-based food in the airport. It's not going to be the best, but I'm going to try to do that and then, uh, yeah, get on an airplane and hopefully not scare people. Grab I, them. I can, I can hear your arteries getting, getting clogged as we're talking, even before you eat it. In deep fry a sausage. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Till next time, guys. Also, uh, you can uh, make sure you follow us all on the social media and everything like that. And uh, thefreshdrunkstonetour.com, cannabisradio.com. And uh, that's about it. I never know how to say goodbye. You just say bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.